Welcome to Home Group. My name is Rick Renner. And as I told you on our social media post and in an email that we sent out to a lot of people tonight, we're going to be discussing events that are happening in our part of the world. And I'm here with Denise and Joel. Tomorrow, Paul's going to be with us. But hey, guys, we're living in interesting times. Well, Jesus said these things must happen. He did. And he said in John 16, 33, in this world, you will have tribulation. Mm -hmm. And my friends, we're having a little tribulation in our part of the world on many, many levels. Uh, in addition to all the events that are happening in the Ukraine, Russia is being isolated on every hand. And here we are. This is where we are. And we're in the will of God. And I want to say thank you for reaching out to us. Many of you have been asking, how are you? Are you okay? Well, here we are. Do we look like we're okay? We're doing good. It's very important in life that you be moved by Scripture, that you be moved by faith, that you be moved by the Spirit of God, and that you not be moved by fear, panic, or by the media. can't believe everything you're seeing in the media. Some of it's true. Some of it's not true. And I just want to tell you that we are not taking any kind of a political position, never have, never will, because that is not our assignment. Our assignment is to be here to help people. And that's what we're doing right now. I've been on the phone nearly nonstop with people in this part of the world, providing comfort, asking, how are you? Are you okay? What can we do for you? I've been speaking to Christian leaders. And the church here is very united that this is a time for us to be available to minister to people. You know, in the very beginning, when the church began, the Apostle Paul wrote those amazing words. It's in Ephesians and it's in Colossians. He said that in Christ there's neither Greek, there's neither Roman, there's neither barbarian, there's neither Jew, there's neither Gentile, there's neither male, there's neither female. All those differences disappear in Christ. We are the church. Mm -hmm. And that's our position. We're the church. And our job, regardless of nationality, regardless of political position, our job is to help people. And by the way, I want to tell you that this past week, we have received thousands, thousands of prayer requests from this part of the world. Denise, in one day, we received more prayer requests. It, it, it was record. I forget how many thousands we got in a single day from people reaching out to us for prayer. And I'm so thankful that we're here and we're able to help people because of partners who support our ministry. And please, my friends, we need your support, especially right now. People need us. This is the time for us to be available. Mm -hmm. And through the internet, through our media outreach, through our churches, we are available to help people. And I want to say thank you for your support of our ministry. We really need it, especially right now. Joel? I want to say that, Mom, Dad, you both know I am not a news you know, junkie. I mean, I don't live on the news. But for the past couple of days, I have been watching a lot of news. And I want to tell you all, it is spring, and there are good things happening around us. And let's keep that in our minds. You know, whenever you get into that news cycle and you, all you do is watch the news, it seems like everything in life is negative. But no, the birds are singing, the snow is melting, there are good things happening in our lives. And we need to think about those things also. 
and of course we're for peace. You know, we're, we're standing on the Word of God. People need us right now. People are asking questions. And we, the Bible is people's answer. And if you're our partner, I want to say thank you. People are reaching out to us just like Dad just said. And we, they need prayer. They need us in a spiritual way more than ever before. And really, if you're our partner, you're helping us do that, helping us reach people with the gospel. Amen. Denise? Well, I want to say thank you to you partners because you are so vital at this time. Your prayers, your support is so vital. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And this morning I was, you know, I wanted to strengthen my own heart. And I was in First Peter. And, of course, the first verse is to people who were suffering. Peter's writing to people who were suffering. Yes, he was. People's writing to people who were taken out of their homes, taken out of their work, taken out of their lifestyle, and scattered all over the world. And he's writing this comforting word to them. And so um, I was just reading this, and uh, it says in verse 8 of one. Well, first in verse 7, it says that the genuine, genuineness of your faith being more precious than gold that perishes, though it's tested by fire, may be found to the praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ, whom having not seen, ye love. And I, and I know that with our eyes, our physical eyes, our feelings, we see a lot of things, but we need to see what we can't see. We need to look on Jesus, our hope, our anchor, our, our steadfast rock, and that he's the, he's the one. It's our faith that's going to last. Mm -hmm. The things around us, they're changing day by day. Oh, hour by hour. But what's inside of you? is not changing. The deposit of the Holy Spirit on the inside of you, the power of God on the inside of you, it's not changing. It's rock solid. Mm. And so that we can put our hope in Jesus and what he has deposited on the inside of us. Absolutely. That's what's not going to perish. Amen. Absolutely. And the same Holy Spirit that's in us, is in all the believers. Amen. And He can speak to us. He's our guide. He can direct us in the way that we should go. That is absolutely the truth. Mm -hmm. And I want to tell you that these situations that are going on did not take Jesus by surprise. No. That's right. No. And He has an answer. He does. He is. Jesus is Lord. He was Lord yesterday. He's Lord today. He'll be Lord tomorrow. He is Lord. He is. And He has an answer. We need to go to the Lord for our answers. And He does have an answer. And we're going to be talking about this all week, I know. Yes, we are. And you know, in Matthew 24, Jesus prophesied a lot of events that were going to happen at the end of the age. Mm -hmm. And I wrote a book, and if you'll contact us right now, we'll give it to you. We're just going to give it to you this week, every day this week, on Home Group. Go to renter.org. You guys can order it. Or you can call our office and ask for it. Signs you'll see just before Jesus comes. And Jesus, in Matthew 24 elucidated a lot of signs that we'll see before he comes. And one of them is wars and rumors of wars. 
It's very interesting. It's all in this book, and we really want you to have it. But when Jesus says you're going to hear of wars and rumors of wars, mm -hmm. the word hear is the Greek word akuo. It means to hear. It's where you get the word acoustics. And it really describes the sound of war ringing in the ears, mm. nonstop ringing about conflicts. And the word wars that is used is the Greek word polemos, which can describe skirmishes or large-scale conflicts. And it's used plural in Greek. Usually it would be the word polemos. Here it's the word polemoi. It's plural, which means there's going to be a lot of conflicts, skirmishes, regional, large, all kinds happening as we come toward the end of the age. It's just the season that we're living in. You know, if you don't understand the season you're living in, you can be afraid. But if you understand your season, you can embrace it. Mm -hmm. It's just the season. You know, somebody just today texted me and said, are you guys going to get out of there? What kind of a question is that? What an assignment. This is our home. God called us here. This is where we live. The anointing doesn't change because of the news. The call of God doesn't change because of developments. People need the gospel. This is where we're needed. We have every intention to be faithful to what God has called us to do, where he called us to do it. I just want you to understand that about us. And we're not people given to panic. You know, I wrote a book called Unlikely. I hope you have it. It's, it's a pretty amazing story. Now we have a new chapter we can be in. We're <laughs> writing true. a new chapter right now. That's true right now. But if you look at the things that we've walked through for 30 years, you know, the thing that really has held us in place all of these years is we have really affirmed the call of God in our life. The Bible says, make your calling and your election sure. Mm. If you're not really sure of what you're supposed to do and where you're supposed to be, then the devil just push you all over the place. You'll move once, you'll move again, you'll move again, you'll move again, you'll move again. But when you know with a rock solid certainty where you're supposed to be, what you're supposed to do, it holds you in place. And we really have that. And we're gonna maintain our territory. We're gonna be faithful. We're gonna guard our mouths. We're gonna guard our minds. Somebody said, Rick, do you ever deal with fear? You know, fear, concern, it knocks on the door all the time. I just choose not to answer the door. I'm not answering the door. It doesn't mean I'm blind. It doesn't mean I'm stupid. I'm very informed. I just choose not to open the door to anything that's going to move me out of a place of faith. And I want to tell you, it's a decision. I was talking to my sister this morning on the phone. And she said, Rick, she said, all these years, she said, you've been so stable. And I said, Rhonda, it's a decision. It's just a decision. It's a way of thinking that you're not moved by anything except by your assignment, by the Word of God, and by the Holy Spirit. That's what we are moved by. And we refuse to be moved by anything else. And by the way, in tomorrow's home group, we're going to talk about how the leading of the Holy Spirit comes into all of this. Because if you listen to the Holy Spirit, He really does know everything. And even right now, we're having very many strategic ministries meeting, uh, meetings to talk about theoretically what could happen. We're not dumb. We're not dumb. We're, we're using our minds and we're discussing theoretically what we need to do in the event of this or this or this or this. But in the middle of all of it, we're not in a state of panic.
and neither should you be. We're the people of God. Jesus said in this world there'll be tribulation. That word tribulation means really hard pressed times. And then he said, but be of good cheer. And you know, the Greek says, cheer yourself up. It means you got to speak to yourself. Speak to yourself. And then he added, I have overcome the world. Do you believe that? I believe that. It doesn't matter what's going on. The greater one lives on the inside of us. He's really right here. And he will stabilize all of us. And by the way, the whole world is messed up. Can you tell me one part of the world that's not messed up right now? Where in the world are you going to run to and not find a part of the world that's not messed up? The United States is messed up morally. Another problem has a, another part of the world has another problem. The spirit of the world is working all over the world. Where are you going to run to? If you start running, you're just going to keep running. So you have to find your assignment. Mm -hmm. And you have to say, this is, this is our spot. What is your assignment? We know ours. What is yours? You need to find out where you're supposed to be and dig in. Joel? You know, a lot of people say you're talking about running around the world, finding the best place to be. Sounds a lot like, you know, on the other side of the hill, there's better grass. But I think the best grass is the grass that you can water. You know, what you can work on, that's, that's, that's the best grass that you'll probably have. Not go and search the best somewhere else. Work with what you've been given. And I, on, along that line, I think about, you know, we watch all this news, what's happening, and really, what can we do about it? In a, in a, in a physical way, what can the average person do about it? Not much. Not much. Not much. But I can tell you one thing every, every Christian can do. We can pray. We can pray. And the Bible says that prayer of a righteous man avails much. And Mama, you can tell the story better than I can, but whenever some of the prophets prayed, it stopped raining for three years. <laughs> and then he prayed, and it started raining. <laughs> I would say his prayers availed much. So we need to stay righteous. That's what it says. The prayers of a righteous man avail much. So let's stay righteous, not only in our actions, but in our words. And let's pray. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I can say this with confidence. The church can pray. Not everybody else can pray. The church, can believers pray. can pray. And I want to say, too, that uh, as far as what you're seeing on the news, there's two sides to every story. I'm not choosing sides. I have made a choice. I'm, I'm going to be kingdom-minded. I'm going to be available for everybody. But I was watching the news, two different news channels, two reporters on the very same street at the very same moment both of them giving a report about one event on one channel they told it one way on the next channel they told it a completely different way the very same event at the very same time yeah. now the reason that I'm telling you this is because there's a slant to every story yeah everybody tells events from their perspective and what Joel said, from what we see on the news, what can we do about it? Sitting in your house, you can't do anything about it. All we can do is talk about it. All we can do is talk about it. That's not going to change anything. Mm -hmm. That prayer really can have a dramatic impact. Absolutely. Denise is meeting with women right now. They are praying. They are interceding for the lives of people, for the preservation of God's people. We're declaring the promises of God and the blood of Jesus over every born-again child of God. 
That's something we can do something about. And we can keep the word of God going to people. Just think about it, guys. Through our online presence in this part of the world, we're reaching into basements. We're reaching into mobile devices. We're reaching into subways where people are hiding. We're, we're reaching everywhere where people are just hanging on. And I got a report that since all of these events took place, the numbers of people that have tuned in to us, it is soaring. It is soaring because people are looking for help. And that's why it's so important that we're here and that we be available. And I'm not tooting our own horn, but people know this about the renters and they appreciate it that we don't pick sides. We are, we are, we are God's people available for all of God's people. And people see us as a voice that they can trust. And I'm so thankful that for 30 years, the Lord has helped us to be in that position. Denise? Well, I'm thinking about, you know, our emotions. And um, I know this story just happened this week. A, a woman uh, we're connected to in our ministry, and she's in the Ukraine. She was very upset. And, and, um, but this woman, she loves God. She loves her family. She believes Jesus. But she was getting very upset and responsible mom. And her daughter, younger than her, reached out to her and said, Mom, it's going to be okay. And we need to reach out to each other and say, it's going to be okay. We're going we're gonna to make it through this. We're going through this. Mm -hmm. We've got the Lord. And here in First Peter again, it says, to, and, and again, Peter's writing to people who are suffering. And he says, uh, verse 13, Therefore, gird up the loins of your mind. Be sober. And Rick, I know you can teach on this. But we have to gird ourselves up and speak to ourselves, speak to our emotions, speak to our mind and say, you're not going to rule me this way and you're not going to rule me that way. I am going to rest my hope and sober my mind and my emotions on the Word of God. Amen. And that's the anchor. If you're looking for an anchor, Joel was talking about escaping to some country. You can't escape to another country. Where are you going to run to? Where are you going to run to? But you can run to the Word of God. The Word of God. He's and our the, high tower. And He's the anchor. His Word is the anchor of our soul. Joel? Dad, you said that we don't choose sides. We haven't choose sides over 30 years. And we're kingdom minded. That is a real decision. We've been in Moscow for 20 years. Just Moscow. We, we've been, we lived in Riga for 10 years. We started a church in Kiev. That took, I don't remember how many years. It's Which is doing marvelous. Doing good. We have 75 employees in Ukraine. We have two offices there. We've been all over Ukraine. All over Ukraine. Met with thousands of pastors. We've been in Moscow for 20 years. We have many employees here. We have many affiliates around Moscow. We've been all over Russia. We love this, this land. We have a church in Latvia, the Baltics. We love this land. But you know, we have to be for peace. And it's not so easy to say we don't choose sides. But we have to be kingdom-minded.
And I just wanted to say that to you. We need to stand on the Word of God, where the Word of the King there, there's power. Yes. And so we need to stick with the Word of God. Amen. And with peace. Well, you know what? We're done for tonight, but we're going to come back tomorrow night. And tomorrow night we're going to talk about the leading of the Holy Spirit when you're in difficult times. How do you know when the Holy Spirit's leading you? Sometimes it's really hard to do what the Holy Spirit tells you to do because you want to do something that He's telling you not to. And we're going to look at that tomorrow night. It's going to help you very, very much. But remember, we want you to have the book, Signs You'll See Just Before Jesus Comes. We're just going to give it to you. So reach out to us. But we love you. We're speaking the peace of God to you. And we say thank you for praying for us. And we could hardly wait to get back with you again tomorrow night. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed this teaching, please subscribe, like, and comment so more people can see it.